And that is, Lord, thee I love with all my heart. You are listening to Law and Gospel on this Tuesday, Rumination, March the 12th, in the year of our Lord, 2019. And with us is the most reverend Dr. Mark Smith. Tom, Hi. how are you doing this morning? Boy, I tell you, there's a, there's a little bit of spring in the air this morning. You know what? I, I, think, well, I think winter is... How'd you get through all that snow? Oh, there's no snow out there now. Oh. Yeah, it's cleared up. I was wondering what was going on. I'll tell you, I, 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 hope, I hope winter's behind us anyway, you know. How many services did you have to cancel? Three. Three this year. Really? Three. That's... Now, sometimes we, I think two of those three Sundays we had Saturday evening worship. Oh, yes. But uh, I think once we even had to cancel Saturday as well as Sunday. So, wow. But that's a, that's a record. I'll tell you, three for the year was, a, was a, you know, that was different. Yes, that sure is. But um, when you did finally have one, did you get a bigger crowd? Because they hadn't been to church that much. <laughs> well, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, I, I can't really say for sure on that. It's a good question. Yeah, um, uh, people are very faithful though. They they come right. Although when it's even cold out, it's hard for some people. Oh sure. Well, that's this is one reason why we cancel. We don't want we want the elderly. We don't want them yeah. to fall in the parking lot and that sort of thing. See. Oh, yeah. Or I, get or s- slide in their car. When I went to Novosibirsk, for some reason, Louise had giving me a big coat. It was my dad's, so I was warm. But I took my Sunday shoes with me. <laughs> and they are slippery as anything. Oh, I, I Everybody knew I wasn't Russian because I was walking about one mile an hour. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Yeah, that had to be an interesting experience out there in Novosibirsk. Yeah, I've written about it. I should really publish that, Some, especially my experiences at the airport and things like that. Didn't you one day have, uh, wasn't it publicized that uh, you had an American pastor and uh, they all turned out to hear you? You know, they just, it was kind of a rare Well, I actually had been sent to the seminary in Novosibirsk. Right. And there were about 12 students there in Russian. And I spoke in English and I was translated. But then they asked me to go to Tomsk. And a Lutheran hadn't been there for hundreds of years. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. And there I was in front of about 150 people at the University of Tomsk. Tomsk, And I found out that uh, a number of them were KJB, wondering what I was going to say. that right. No kidding. And when I was in my hotel room, I did not use my phone (laughs) (laughs) to call anybody. (laughs) You'll have to tell us sometime about that, that funny experience about you at the airport sitting on the bench. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, somebody was trying to communicate to you, and yeah, I was told watch out for the gypsies. So I had my suitcase around my legs, you know, the wrappings, and I was sitting. It was kind of like a picnic table. I was on one end, and the other guy was on the other, and he kept telling me to move towards him. And I said, "Oh no, no, that's fine." I (laughs) pretended to read a book and stuff like that. And then finally, he went, and when he got up, my Bench started to fall down. <laughs> it, was, it was like, you know, it, was, it wasn't nailed to the vase. No, no. It just flipped up like a teeter-totter. Right, and he held it down for me, and I figured out, oh, well, that's why he wanted me to rule, move over, because I was on the edge. And, uh, oh, I had to go to... This the, is in the airport. 
Yes. Airport lobby. Yeah, I had about four-hour wait. I had to go to the washroom, and they charged for that, and I had Russian money. I had no idea whether she took $100 or 10 cents because I couldn't no tell what was Russian money. I went into the washroom, and then... Um, and the accommodations in the washroom were pretty... No, they pretty, were really good. Were they good? Okay. I'll tell you how. Uh, after I washed my hands, there was no towels. <laughs> so I went back in and took off some toilet paper to wipe my hands, and two guys were looking at me, and I didn't know what I was doing. And they washed their hands, and then they went over to a hole in the wall, yeah, put yeah. their hands up, and air came out. And <laughs> here's this American wiping his hands with toilet paper. Oh, boy. Oh, I think we should get to the hymn. Okay. This is an interesting one. Uh, it's the only one... That was written by Martin Schalling that is used, and he wrote this in 1567, appeared in a hymnal in 1571, For the Dying. And people say it ranks among the classic hymns of Germany. It's based on Psalm 18 and Psalm 73. Now, the thing I didn't know, J.S. Bach, when he wrote, the Passion According to St. John, he has a heartwarming and thrilling conclusion with the chorus singing stanza three of this hymn. Oh, wow. Yeah. And did you know that? I didn't know that. No, I didn't know that no. either. Well, that, that, let me tell you, that third, that third stanza is really, there's something very gripping about that. I never think of this hymn without thinking of Walter Hoffman's funeral that you preached at. Uh-huh. Remember that? I that was I think that was my first exposure to this hymn and I always whenever I whenever I hear this hymn whenever I think of it I always think of that funeral of, of Walter Hoffman. Hoffman. Yes. Uh, he was my fieldwork supervisor. Yeah. Manuel Olivet. In fact, I just finished oh, a few years ago helping them out for almost a year and a half mm-hmm. when they were short of pastor and so really looked forward to that. Then they Called both a pastor and a vicar from the seminary. So, um. Two for the price of one, right? No, I don't think. (laughs) I think they paid for both. That's a very good church. So, please do the first stanza. Lord, thee I love with all my heart. I pray thee ne'er from me depart. With tender mercy cheer me. Earth has no pleasure I would share. Yea, heaven itself were void and bare if thou, Lord, wert not near me. And should my heart for sorrow break, my trust in thee can nothing shake. Thou art the portion I have sought. Thy precious blood my soul has bought. Lord Jesus Christ, my God and Lord, my God and Lord, forsake me not, I trust thy word. Okay, here's a question I have. Do do you ever confess that confession of sins were poor, miserable sinners deserving nothing but temporal and eternal punishment? Yes. Then how can you say, Lord, thee I love with all my heart? That's a contradiction. Oh, let's see. (laughs) I got to think. I know you do. It's still early for me now. (laughs) Uh, I, I think we've gone over this question before. We... Only in Christ are we able to love with all our heart. Only in Christ. Yes. In fact, it all depends what you mean by heart. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. That's... Psalm 51. Uh-huh. Create in me 
a clean heart, oh God. That's the yes. heart he's That's talking right, about. Yes. And, and a, lar- a large portion of this does come from the Psalms. Which Psalm was that it's based on? Yeah, we were just uh, talking about that. Let me look it up again. <laughs> Psalm, I think I had said... Uh, Is it Psalm 51? Psalm blum, 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 18 and 73. Oh, okay, 18 and 73. Yeah. Yeah. So this really would have been a great uh, funeral Yes. Him. Oh, yeah, especially that uh, that final stanza. Yeah, well, we'll get to that in a minute. Mm-hmm. Oh, time's up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, Lord, thee I love with my created heart. Uh-huh. Totally. Uh-huh. That's the new man in us, and we don't turn away from the Lord. But more importantly, look at what is next. I pray thee never from me depart. That's where we have our trust. Right. That God never departs from us. Um, I think it's interesting how he says, even heaven itself would be no pleasure. No pleasure without Christ. Yes. Yes. If I have Christ, that's enough. I don't know if you get a chance to listen to the uh, 8 o'clock Bible study, but they were talking about that the real sin of Adam and Eve is they lost the presence of God. And then they talked about also uh, during the Babylonian captivity, God left the temple. And therefore, yes, remember, right, because it was destroyed. Yes, and he left them uh, because of their unbelief. And therefore, when it says, never from me you will depart, that's obviously talking towards his children. Because mm-hmm. he does depart. Mm-hmm from unbelievers. Right, yeah. They're not in his presence. He's not in their presence. That's why we understand that properly. We sing in the liturgy. Uh, We sing in the liturgy, let not thy Holy Spirit depart from me. Depart from me. Yes. Because once the Holy Spirit departs from you, you're out of faith. But that's really interesting. If a lot of people, what are you looking forward to in heaven? You know, I'm looking forward to White Castles and... (laughs) cheeseburgers and milkshakes and my grandmother's strudel and all kinds of things like that. But this hymn shows what you really should be looking forward to. That's right. Is being with Jesus. That's right. If you have all that, all that McDonald's hamburgers and white castles and all that, but if Jesus isn't with you, it's it's still bare and grim. And we see that on earth. Um, After President Kennedy died, Mrs. Kennedy married that uh, rich... Onassis. Onassis. And his... Son died in a plane crash, and he said he'd be willing to give all his money away to have his son back. Yeah, oh boy, that's that's a parent's love. Yeah, so he lived in real rich houses, had the best yeah. food and all this. Oh, yeah. None of it matters. That's right. It's and, only things. And that's how heaven's going to be like. Yeah. None of it will matter. I'm not saying we're not going to be eating in heaven, because Jesus says, I'll eat of this next time um, I'm with you. But uh, this next part, my trust in thee can nothing shake. Uh, Paul talks about that, that all kinds of things attack us, but we finally do have that trust in Jesus. Do you notice that with shut-ins particularly? 
how much they trust the Lord. Oh boy, yeah. And they and they cling upon your they cling to your visits, they cling to the Lord's Supper and Absolutely. and to the word of the gospel. I tell you they just they just live for those pastoral visits. They really do. Yeah, I had been meeting with a shot in who just uh fell asleep in Jesus last week and there was just so many things one could say about her faith. Um you know, you'll even get shut-ins who may not be thinking very good, the bentia, etc. But when you start, I, a poor, miserable sinner, they move their lips. That's right, yes. Isn't yes. that interesting? Uh-huh. Yes. Or the Lord's Prayer. Yes. Stanza 2. Yea, Lord, t'was thy rich bounty gave my body, soul, and all I have in this poor life of labor. Lord, grant that I in every place may glorify thy lavish grace and help and serve my neighbor. Let no false doctrine me beguile. Let Satan not my soul defile. Give strength and patience unto me to bear my cross and follow thee. Lord Jesus Christ, my God and Lord, my God and Lord, in death thy comfort still afford. Yeah, you can understand how Reformation this is in talking about Jesus as both God and Lord. And also, he gets all the credit for my body, soul, and all I have in this poor life of labor. Why does he refer to it as poor life? Well, we do speak of earth as being a, a veil of tears. Yes. It's a veil of tears. Yes, we I don't. Mean, it is, it is, you know, particularly, I mean, I think we, 21st century Christians, I think we got it pretty good. But, uh, but uh, well, we still have our sorrows and tears. Well, we Particularly those do. that have touched by death and suffering. And, and also yeah. with the change of morality in this right. country. That's right. That's really causing problems even in the churches. Oh, absolutely. And we need to do a lot better job in sharing with uh, the people in the congregation and the young people why God's Word is so good. Tomorrow, I'm doing the Bible study where some churches are gathered together to listen at 930 and then uh-huh. we'll talk about it at 10. And others are doing it in their home. And uh, what we're going to be talking about is Jeremiah speaks the Word of God and then all the leading religious leaders want to kill him. Yeah. Yeah, isn't that something? Yes. And so... I think it's important for us to know why. I don't want to talk about it now, but so that we're aware that when we speak the word of God, what does Jesus say in the Beatitudes? Blessed are those who are persecuted. Oh, persecuted. Yes. For my sake. Yes. For and that's, for they shall what? For they shall see God, right? Isn't that what it says? What, for what, for theirs it? is the kingdom for of God. For theirs is the kingdom of God. And in fact, um, that's a promise. Absolutely. That uh, So we should not be surprised when people make fun of us uh, and people say, well, you're just old-fashioned and such like that. That's why what happened in the Methodist Church, I have to say, did surprise me. Boy, me too. Yeah. <laughs> you have to, have to give them credit for taking a stand. Yeah, I had listened to issues, etc., where they had an individual who wanted it to go the way it did, and he was talking about even then... 
that those overseas who yes. had become Methodists were going to be holding the vote also. Yes, yes. And they were trying to stop, the liberals were trying to stop them from voting. Yeah, I, I, my impression is it was a lot of the overseas That's Methodists right. that, uh, that made that stand possible. That's really wonderful. So we'll see what's going to happen in the future. Yeah. Stanza three, your favorite one. Lord, let at last thine angels come to Abram's bosom bear me home that I may die unfearing, and in its narrow chamber keep my body safe in peaceful sleep until thy reappearing. And then from death awaken me that these mine eyes with joy may see, O Son of God, thy glorious face, my Savior and my fount of grace. Lord Jesus Christ, my prayer attend, my prayer attend, and I will praise thee without end. What's the item here that most strikes you? you well, you're gonna you're gonna be surprised at this, but I think uh, where it says that I may die unfearing and in its narrow chamber keep my body safe and peaceful sleep. That's the body the in, in the grave. Right, right, right. It's just you know, it's I don't know. There's something very sobering about that. Yes. Now, as soon as I read that uh, and heard it, I'm thinking about those who die in the ocean. Oh, yes. Or in fires. Yes. And, and of course, they'll all be resurrected. Yes. I mean, whether you're reduced to ashes or whether you're... It doesn't really matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter, right. Uh, the, dead, the, the sea will give up its dead. As with all good Lutheran hymns, uh, it, it has one, two, three, four passages at the bottom here, none of them from the Old Testament, but we know that two of the Psalms were used. But when you read the, this, that these mine eyes with joy may see. What passage is that? Yeah, that reminds you of uh, of Job. Yes. Yes. That my my own eyes shall yes. behold him. Not not in others, but my these very eyes that are in my head now will see him in the resurrection. Which was not possible. No. On earth. No one can see God and live. No, right. And I believe the transfiguration of Jesus was only a small percentage of how glorious. Oh, yeah. Just, he just lift, lifted a little bit of the curtain to let them just get a glimpse. Yes, yes. We couldn't bear, you know, Peter was dazed as it was. We couldn't bear much more glory than that. Well, he was also very confused. Yeah. Let us make three... Now, it says tents, but if you look up the word, tabernacle. it's the one for tabernacle. He wants worship for Elijah and Isaiah also. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, Elijah and Moses. Ah, uh, right. Yeah. And uh, I can only l imagine them looking over at Peter and, he's your <laughs> disciple? <laughs> <laughs> and that's why God says, listen to him. Yes. Listen to Jesus. Uh, an addition from the baptismal one where this is my beloved son right, in whom right. I am well pleased. He was well pleased at the baptism because Jesus was taking upon sin, yes. himself sin. And he was well pleased at the transfiguration because he was going to be going down to the, what was the word that they used there uh, for? The, the exodus. Yes. The, the the, exodus. His departure. His departure. And you know what's interesting about that? I, I, I really think it's so neat. How God sends, you know, he couldn't talk, he couldn't talk with the other disciples 
and have them fully understand what he was about to, the ordeal he's about to go no. to. And, and so who does he send? He sends Moses and Elijah yeah. that cheer him on, yeah. that encourage him, that talk about the importance of this event that he's about to complete in Jerusalem on the cross. Yeah, Moses, best known for a giver of the law, but also for writing the pro and, was that? The Pentateuch. The Pentateuch. No, the Proto-Evangelium. Proto-Evangelium, yes. the first gospel. The first gospel, Genesis, Genesis 3.15, right. And then everything that was said to Abraham. Yes. Yeah. And so gospel is throughout the Old Testament. That's right. And he was always, he was talking, when he was talking about the gospel, he was talking about what Jesus was about to accomplish in Jerusalem. Yes, yes. Yeah, in fact, um, in the gospel for this week, I don't know if you've got this Sunday sermon ready, but Jesus says, the prophet cannot die but in Jerusalem. Yeah, that's right. Yes. And by the way, the Old Testament, which we're looking at tomorrow for the Bible study from Jeremiah, this is happening in Jerusalem Yeah, to, to Jeremiah. So it's really kind of interesting that as Jesus is reading the Old Testament, you're just imagining he's finding out, uh-oh, pierced in hands and feet. That's right. You know, that's yeah. the crucifixion. Whipped, the Lord has yes. laid on him the iniquity of us Psalm, all. Psalm 22 and Psalm 53. Or uh, no, Isaiah, Isaiah 53 and Psalm 22. Right. Yes. Yeah, uh, what are you doing on uh, Lenten? you got a thing. Oh, we're doing, uh, they confessed, they confessed Jesus in spite of themselves. And so, tomorrow night, what's the person? Let's see. This week, it's the... It's uh, it's the temple replacer. He is the temple replacer. Jesus is the temple replacer. He replaces you know, the temple. Yes, because you know they they it's it's a takeoff from that verse where he says, "Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up." And the Bible even says they thought he was talking about the real talking, temple. Yeah, right. And then wow. Yeah, I'm, let's see, one, two, three, four, five sermons I'm doing this week. Are you really? Oh, yeah, I'm having fun. And then um, we don't really have readings for midweek Lenten. Uh, well, I always do the passion narrative. I always do the narratives. Oh, and I, yeah, I may take true. a slightly different version, you know, because it does that's vary. Good. The yeah. harmony of the the harmony of the of the gospels. Uh, so I may use a little bit slightly different version, but I always use the passion narrative. Yeah, so you go through it. Yeah, I go through it, and I, I'll read it alternatively with my uh, seminary student. Oh, that's good. Yeah, we're not doing that this time. I'm doing the words from the cross, but then I'm also, there's that one hymn that has all the words of the cross. Yes, yes. And so we sing that, and then I, I choose two other hymns. Uh, we do Vespers. Is that what you do? Um, uh, no, kind of make it up. yeah, kind of, kind of, it, it's, it's pretty short. It's only about 30 minutes, 30, 35 minutes. And people want to know time and place. Yes. It's at 7 PM at uh, Prince of Peace Lutheran Church, 8646 New Sappington Road, just south of the Watson and New Sappington intersection. Man, I've been hearing about your, uh, big store there. Is it almost finished what they're doing or not? <laughs> well, they've got some plans. Well, they've got, yeah. they've got some plans at Crestwood Plaza. You're talking right, about right, the rebuilding right, right, of it right. and they've got plans and it's, it's coming together finally. And I think it'll be nice when, when it's done. Yeah. That's We're hopeful anyway. Yes. I've seen the renderings. I've seen the architecture. You need a place to run. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, 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 
I walk. Oh, you I, walk now? I like to walk, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well. And I, I'm on a treadmill at, at the rec center and that sort of thing. Oh, sure. Yeah, you know, through the Synod, you can go oh, yes. to these places for no cost. Oh, yes. There's also silver sneakers, too. They That's talk. right. Yeah, That's silver sneakers. Yes. I would have liked it, but I still haven't been able to buy any sneakers that are silver, so I can't do it. <laughs> okay. Thank you very much, Pastor Mark Smith. Be back next Tuesday, God you willing. Bet. And you're going to use this hymn Sunday? Uh, I'd like to, yes. All right. Till tomorrow. Bible study. God bless. Each weekday morning at 930 on KFUO. For a tax-deductible gift to Law and Gospel, please make your check payable to Concordia Mission Society and mail it to Tom Baker, P.O. Box 28910, St. Louis, Missouri, 63132. To give online, visit lawandgospel101.com or call toll-free 1-877-267-1962. Views and opinions expressed on Worldwide KFUO may not represent the official position of the management or ownership of KFUO, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. If you'd like to comment on programs or topics heard on Worldwide KFUO, write us at KFUO, 1333 South Kirkwood Road, St. Louis, Missouri, 63122. You can also leave a question or comment on our comment line at 314-996-1542. We are the messenger of good news, Worldwide KFUO.